What's up, everyone? This is Sarah G, and this is a whole new episode of Gen Z Gap. Let's get into it. It is episode 14, and yes, my hair is wrapped up in a towel because it's drying, or a t-shirt, or whatever. Like, you guys, I don't really care. Like, can I do a poll quick right now? Like, how many people, you know, dry their hair in a microfiber towel, or a regular towel, or a t-shirt? It all just kind of depends. I think, and I know this is just a weird question, but I've just wondered, so. But for anyone wondering, yeah, I'm drying my hair. Uh, it's all wrapped up, got it, whatever. Uh, I'm one of those people that I found out way later in life that my hair is, like, to be wavy. And so I'm slowly starting to learn how to take care of it the right way, whatever that way is supposed to be. Again, very ironic, because I'm mostly Irish, German, and French. I've got distant other things, but... You know, those are things that just I shouldn't really talk about or claim. So that's why if you look at my whole background, it doesn't make sense that I have curly or wavy hair. I used to actually, whenever someone said it, I used to cry when someone said that because I didn't think I had curly hair because I thought curly hair was like super curly, lots of like taking care of. But my mom has stick straight hair and she always had to put way more products into my hair, but I didn't realize like what it meant. And then I think a lot of other people who are in similar cases as me, like where they're just like, I don't know where my hair falls because it's not straight and it's not curly, but it is wavy. But what is wavy? And I've spent way more time talking about this than I had intended to. But as you can see, I am a little, like I said, scatterbrained because I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I have to fill up. I've got to pack all those things of the suitcase, fill it up, make sure that um, I have everything together. It's a big family reunion. Everyone knows how those can get. So, yeah, I kind of... (laughs) I gotten a little bit sidetracked with all the craziness. And like I said, I had an audition that I was having. Luckily, one of my friends, he helped me out with it, who's in my other class. But I was just thinking about how much I tried to get everything done Thursday. And as usual, I overdid everything. And I was so train wrecked that I couldn't even think straight on what I was going to do for the podcast. And I don't know if other people feel the same way where they're ever trying to get too many things done at once. Like, I think that that's true. And I might have joked or alluded to this at one point where my mom has said she's not an octopus with how much she has, like, growing up with how much we had different needs for from her. And especially... Again, I have dyslexia, ADHD, I was a hyperactive child, and yeah, you you can draw the conclusion. So, moving on from that, this week's Monday Mood is the brave girl, Olivia Juliana, who showed up Matt Gates after he body shamed her. By the way, ban off our bods. I'm so fucking sick of this douchebag being in the news, as many other of them going around, but... This girl is killing it. There's also 12-year-old girls who are speaking out, junior high students who are going forward. But yeah, this girl, search her up, Olivia. She freaking is a goat. She is the goat. And people might be laughing at, this is how you know she's, you know, the white girl. Yeah, it's because she's the goat. She is killing it. She, oof, I can't even begin to describe how happy it made me. And that's why I just have to say, 
This girl's five years younger than me, and she's she is rocking it. And then these, like, 12-year-old, 13-year-old, like I said, junior high girls are standing up, which they shouldn't have to. But a fact of the matter is they understand what my body, my choice means. Not a lot of kids knew that at the time. Growing up, older Gen Z for sure was never as great about knowing some of that stuff. I mean, I don't know. And yes, you had the internet, but you still didn't learn the best. And it was just, it was way more taboo, I guess is the best way to put it. So yeah, there we are. Oh, I'm just going along. But aside from that, I have also noticed some things in the news that are just very mind-boggling or mind-bending. Because if you think about it, everybody gets told that they need vitamin D, you know, to survive. But lately, and this is just what sucks about wellness culture, and it kind of piggybacks off of how much like health and wellness and then how much like, you know, big pharma is a bad thing, all this stuff for Planned Parenthood, all those, you know, just against that kind of stuff. And then we're here like, oh my gosh, mind body wellness supplements were so great. Um, yeah. And again, if you're in the Midwest, you should maybe take more, but again, talk to your doctor because this was a little bit horrifying. Studies have been showing that, again, like melatonin, lots of people are taking way more than they should. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, these supplements aren't regulated enough. And I will put this in my bio because I think it's super important that you should read up on it. And Obviously, you have to make the decision yourself, but I think that the whole wellness society and culture that is our world, we need to decide and make decisions kind of off of the facts. And then people can say Yahoo isn't a good source, but then this and that. But it's true. I have seen, and you should follow all these dietitians, like I've mentioned in the past, who have said the same thing. They're not inherently against supplements or a bunch of these medicines. It's just that they want us to kind of let go of every diet culture thing we were taught. So there are so many good ones, and a lot of them have podcasts. So just go back to my old um, video. I think it was like the second or third podcast that I mentioned them specifically. But yeah, it's just they talk so much about intuitive eating and all those things or how to like break up with the diet and how even like autoimmune like things that you should do with it and it's not anything out of the ordinary or insane. So it's really learning about your own cues in life. So I think that's something important that we should all consider and touch on because I think that we get so into what we have to do so much into that mindset that it's like, go big or go home. This is the cleanest you got to be. And yeah, I just, uh, I just can't fathom how important it is to, I think, read about and understand that supplements and supplement fatigue is a real thing. Like I had it when I was trying to figure out all my different health stuff. And then when I finally talked to my doctor more about what was going on, she goes, you might have had supplement fatigue. And I never heard of it, but it is when all this stuff is going in your body and it has no idea. So the minute that I stepped away from all of them, I don't even think I was taking like too much of anything, but that's where I'm going to show. That shows how much unregulated stuff is going on. So just keep that in mind. So what the hell is going on with Nevada or Nevada? 
like I guess the whole thing about not having clean water and I'm starting to I'm starting to get nervous for a lot of things and I mean a lot in the society I um, I've been talking about monkeypox just because I kept reading up stuff and it might because it's airborne and it could affect kids that are going to school and then I thought about just younger people that I know of and maybe some things that maybe their parents should watch out for and all of a sudden I got my dad we are the both the hypochondriacs and then anyway we started talking about it with other family members and they think we're crazy but leave your comment below because here's the thing like are you a hypochondriac or not and yeah because the more that you think about it but then it's like Ebola all those fun things like that have been around on and off for years it's just that it's like one thing after another and it's like you know all these movies tried to kind of tell you as a joke or the simpsons like i've said before tried to predict the future so the one thing i will say that i do appreciate hearing is that even some of the quote unquote nicest celebrities the girl boss celebrities or the best celebrities still have their flaws. And the only reason that I'm going to talk about this is because I think it is so important that we touch on this because I'm going to get a lot of hate, but here's the thing. For all the celebrities, when we're talking about like climate change, crisis stuff, ooh, okay. Well, everybody knows I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, and I'm sorry. I just am not, but to each their own. But the one thing that didn't surprise me, but kind of surprised me, but it's one of those she flies under the radar more and people are going to get mad. But she is the highest private jet user ever. Like Sheldon is number five. Like, come freaking on. Travis Scott, he's number 10. What the hell? I mean, Kylie didn't do a break top 10. Now, granted, she probably shares with Travis. They take and whatever. But... Kim is even ahead on using less than Taylor. What is, what What the actual fuck is going on here? And I did the other week, and I might have talked about this, where I was trying to figure out if I was like, a, a, of like an earth buddy versus the bestie versus polluter. And I was this like close to being a buddy. So I'm being a little more mindful about what I'm doing exactly, like, as you can hear, I have the fan on, but anytime that I'm not using it, I will unplug it completely. I will unplug everything that it's not using for electricity. Uh, I've been trying to keep track of more. I'm trying to only eat red meat twice a week, three times a week, kind of, which people can say, oh, you should be even doing more. Here's the problem with at least my case, and I'm really trying, and I try to make sure it's grass-fed, and other people can come after me and do all those fun things, but here's the thing, like I said, I have Hashimoto's, soy and gluten really hurt me, like, they will make my joints go nuts, like, I even have tried some things that were quote-unquote vegetarian or healthy, I tried to be vegetarian, my sophomore year of college, it got me nowhere, sophomore, junior year of college, it got me nowhere. Just I'm more limited and I'm not discounting and I am trying to find different ways to incorporate more plant-based, all those ideas. I do recycle a lot, which everyone goes, that's kind of the basic need. But I even, um, not that anybody needs to know this or has found this out, or, but lately it's been my latest hyperfixation that people might be laughing at, but I did mention this a little while back, maybe even last episode. How about, you know, if you're using the Keurig 
pods, the Keurig pods. They can remove, you can cut off the tin foil on top. Just grab like a knife or a fork from your house, butter knife. Exactly. Yep. And then you take off the top. You then sprinkle the coffee bean grounds all over. It's a natural fertilizer. And then you get rid of the K-cup by recycling it. So there's little things and you can search all over the place. I don't drive that much just with all of the stuff going on in the world. So I don't drive that much. I'm not saying, again, nobody's perfect. I try to take shorter showers or baths, like all those things. But I think like that if we're going to get more to besides like the issues that we can't really control, I personally think that if we did more of those smaller things, it might help. I don't know. Again, I am not the specific person. Like I know very little. I just am thinking of ways that we can all try to do a little bit better. That was kind of my two cents of the whole thing, and people probably got bored. But it's true. Like, Queen Taylor isn't perfect either, and we kind of know that. And, yeah, we have a lot of stuff here and there of opinions. And, obviously, we could keep them or not. It's just when I read that, that made me go, hmm. So she might have even more beef with Kim and Kanye, even though they're divorced now. But even Kanye's on that list so technically, I think. I don't know. I saw like two different top 10 lists, but the point is that it was most of the same people. And yeah, so I really wonder. And now her publicist and everything's trying to backtrack on what's going on and it's just a mess. And then I was thinking about the other day, just how much I constantly get into these thought processes and then I don't even know what's going on. Like, I overanalyze everything, and it goes back into that, like, kind of hypochondriac thing, but, like, that more has to do with, like, illnesses and whatever, but someone that I know dearly got hacked. She didn't have her two-step verification on, etc., but she got hacked, and the funny thing is, now I worry, even though I have everything set up, but it's true, things can happen, they're smart, whatever, but I don't think that that should be a fear of social media to add to the fear, and then that makes me start to ask and question myself, what am I thinking exactly, because how does this work, how can I be more afraid of all the illnesses and stuff that's going on in the environment and dying, but I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of the whole hacking systems and stuff. Is it because I'm Gen Z? Is it because I try not to think too much about it? Is it because I have this weird ability to block literally anyone that seems sketchy? Because those kind of make me wonder. I try to stay safe. And I also think back to how older Gen Z had all those safety, like, awareness videos be safe on the internet. They didn't know how far much it would go, but I don't know how much younger or older, well, older definitely doesn't know much. And that's why I think that they prey more on them. So anyway, if you don't know already, because I kind of clued in, but it was Lulu from Got It From My Mama, and she will be talking about it all over her podcast on Tuesday. And she will be giving some safety tips and tricks that she had to learn the hard way so you don't have to. I think that that is just something that I wanted to talk about just so that everyone can have the reminder to keep their passwords safe and life safe and all that stuff. And moving on from that, with the whole thing on social media right now, 
Right now, I don't know why, but everybody's seen this kibby bottled body type, which is old school. Like, it's old school. It's something that some guy in the 70s created. Like, And anyway, all of a sudden, everyone's getting so obsessed with it, and I've checked it out a little bit, and I'm dramatic, whatever the hell that means. I mean, I'm almost, I'm 5'8", five, 5'9", five, so, I mean, I get it. It's a tall thing, but... I'm only saying this because it's, I think, a lot of women have, and like I've said in the past, but a lot of women have so much dysmorphia. Like, I get it. It's supposed to help you dress for your body type, but we're so obsessed with all this stuff that it's still making me start to get sick. And I'm also, because I'm breaking into more of that entertainment industry, I think obviously it's easy to get sucked in and all that. And I'm trying to be the content creator actor kind of thing where everyone tells you what you need to wear, how to look or whatever. And there's always like, I was talking to my mom about this today, the gray line, because so much stuff kind of goes in and out and in and out of when is it too much and crossing a line. And I kind of go, I've been learning different things, but just like, again, if it makes you kind of uncomfortable, then maybe you shouldn't do it or question it. But it's just one of those looking back at all the stuff, like it was created more for old Hollywood. And now I guess in a way it's moved up in the world and decided to finally kind of be more inclusive, but it still doesn't away and I just come across so many you know comments on it and etc that it started to make me think again of the song that Jack just wrote Victoria's Secret and how just we're constantly set up and then if anybody saw the flash mob the thing is I was really loving it and I hated that just roll with it I think is her name got blocked like her video got blocked and taken down only because it had a problematic creator in the video but that's because I think her whole dance class was in it and the thing is I did message Jax about it and I'm pretty sure like that I can't send messages anymore but I just raised some concerns with her about having the specific person in it because she has been under fire a lot for different things and because I respect and know Jax tries to do as much inclusivity it really seems and openness it just doesn't seem part of our brand to do this but again I don't know plenty of people probably know which creator I'm talking about especially when it said when the creator who got her video taken down had it posted so I'm not gonna give too much more and people can say sir kind of leaving us on I just don't feel comfortable giving the full name out right now on this podcast because um, there's kids involved and it's minors. So it's just like I've been learning a lot, again, from Mom Uncharted. That's all I'm going to say. But a lot of the adoption community has actually came for this mother as well and just how she shares her children and just how, you know, the exploitative nature is always like Warren but there's so many more creators on this app that do it. So I think we should just keep that in mind and just be careful. That's all, really. And again, I really appreciated seeing the collab between Jax and Lizzie. So hopefully more to come. And I could not ever stop listening to that song, Victoria's Secret, because it's such like my mantra right now. And I think a lot of people needed that song. So congrats. If it keeps staying number one. I really hope it does. 
because it's such a good song to listen to and just full of a lot of lessons from life that we've all had to learn kind of the hard way. But yeah, that's kind of how it lines up with the whole Kibby body type thing. So it's kind of like Victoria's Secret trying to tell you how to dress and how to look the best when, I mean, there is certain things obviously, but we're being critiqued our whole lives. So there's just more to it. Now on to the real tea, the mega tea. Aside from all that stuff, Candace Cameron Bure and Jojo Siwa, um, that Dr. Miranda, who had the audacity to say something about Natalia Dyer, like, what the hell? And then apparently recently on a podcast, uh, Zoe Deutsch said um, that Dylan O'Brien has tweeted that he's in his hoe phase. Okay, so there's a lot of ground to cover here, and there's about five, ten minutes left in this podcast, so, like, where do I begin? The JoJo and Candace Cameron Bure. The thing is, yes, JoJo could be petty on some level, but Candace Cameron Bure is a piece of shit. We all know that, and the fact of the matter is she is that fake. She is a Karen. She is everything, okay? Um, I don't care. I do not care. Here's the thing. She's been lying so much, and we already know this. I've talked about this. Other people, and she's she's the one that does the cringy dance with Bibles. And I mean, we all know what her brother does, and there's just so much stuff. But she left Hallmark because it wasn't getting it wasn't as family friendly anymore. And now she's the executive producer and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, the only thing is that I am still siding with JoJo because here's the thing. It's not so much that I care too much about the whole JoJo Siwa and her situation. It's just that I love hearing all the tea separate from that. All the drama separate from that. Here's the thing. People are finally getting it. People are calling it out. People have said that they've worked with her, worked for her, did her makeup, and All the things that we think are true are. And I mean, if you haven't seen her cringy-ass 4th of July Born in the USA video, also the fact of the matter is her own daughter had to say that, and by the way, we're the same age. Her daughter and I are the same grade. We are same generation. She had the audacity to say, this generation's too sensitive, whatever. The minute someone says something about her being a nepotism baby, the waterworks, the fighting, the, like, Kendall Jenner moment of, I have to work so much harder. Like, I don't get roles just because my mommy. You got, you got on the voice and you got the butt impressed because of the nostalgia. Okay, it wasn't because of your talent, girl. This is another thing that bothers me is that they always go like, we don't have work done. We just eat a lot of healthy vegetables. Just admit that you got the filler, the Botox, whatever. I don't really care. Like I said last week, I don't really care. It's just that you guys, the reason that I care so much is that the fakeness of that it's this and that and everyone tries to copy it and it doesn't work. And yeah, we say it's fake, but it's so hard and it's just been brainwashed into us, so... There's that piece. So, yeah, that's the most part covered. Obviously, what I saw with um, Zoe Deutsch, it was the whole thing on his whole face. His whole face, because he's 30. He's, like, going through a life crisis. I'm going through sort of a quarter-life crisis, too, but maybe not like that. And it's just so interesting to see how funny it is in the moment. And I guess the middle part wasn't as 
in-depth or had to think about, but I'm going to just say another thing that's in the news right now. Sydney Sweeney, because I've been talking about all this little gossip. Oh, and Dr. Miranda, that's what, who I was talking about. So she had the audacity, the audacity to bring up what she should do to Natalia Dreyer. Like, what the actual is wrong? Look, I have the same kind of, I mean, I've got a prominent chin, like, I do. And then I've got the, I've got the chin dimple. Okay. But here's the thing. This woman just thinks cause she's a nurse practitioner, doctor, whatever the hell you are, that she can give unsolicited advice even to a celebrity. Natalia Dreyer has explained multiple times that she's had an eating disorder and body dysmorphia. And the fact of the matter is, even if she doesn't have a TikTok to see that, she's probably seen it because it's been viral. And that half-ass apology by that professional is so stupid. And I'm like to the point where I'm like, let's get her canceled because all the stuff that she has all over her social media is disturbing, disgusting. And so many doctors and practitioners have actually, even the ones that I would say are still problematic as well, have problems with her. And so I'm going to unplug quickly Ethan Trace because he always calls out the bullshit and he got that vegan teacher canceled. We love Ethan. I mean, what's not to love? He's a voiceover guy. He's going to be a girl dad him and his fiance are adorable and i mean he's also a cat dad which not as big but you can trust him is all i'm saying you can trust him to call out bullshit and you can trust him to be real i mean he has both cats and dogs that's like the perfect combination for how to tell if the person is trustworthy just saying so but yeah i just i couldn't say more but he's the one who really he really got it to her a new one and she that that plastic surgeon, whatever. She deserved it. She deserved it so much. I mean, it just really bothers me. Like, because she would say that she's beautiful herself, but then she's like, I just was giving suggestions because it was just what was passing by in my mind. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. So yeah, that was a little tea. But then I guess I should just say, because this was another thing that was really bothering me, but the Dylan O'Brien thing didn't bother me. I just found it funny that he's like, I'm in my whole face. Well, because he was a teen heartthrob since he was 18 or 17, whatever, to now. And then he was in that The Intern movie and blah, 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 blah. So now he's in his new movie and he just turned 30. So good job, I guess. Um, But yeah, uh, Sydney Sweeney, girl, what the hell? What the actual hell? It's really out of touch with reality. I'm sorry. Like, on the one hand, yes, I feel sympathy for people, like, when they're trying to figure out how to budget in, you know, Hollywood, L.A., and etc. And I get it. The percentages go to, you know, your team. But you bought a $3 million house and suddenly you're like, I don't know if I have enough money. I'm literally just getting like the survival stuff. It, it was really Cassie of a moment. It was. And yes, on some level, yes, taking a six-month leave to be, like, uh, on maternity or paternity leave, familial leave, like, yeah, it's a joke in the U.S., but my only thought process to that whole thing was, you have a $3 million house, and I get it, what you went through growing up, all that stuff, and you wanted to get a big house, but I'm like, $3 million, which I guess maybe 
Drew, but $3 million and you're saying that you still can't, like, buy, like, I wouldn't have bought the house. I mean, I get it. I don't have that money. I don't even have anywhere near close to that money. I know where I am. And that's the thing. But I'm like, $3 million. And I keep saying that because it just seems like, look, I know houses are expensive, but that just seems like, wow, okay, all right. I don't know. There's there's just so much wrong with that situation. And then that, to piggyback off of the money thing is that I've noticed that, like, a lot of the reality stars or, like, docu-stars or whatever from, like, when we were kids are on TikTok now trying to, like, say that they lived a more normal life. And a lot of them actually have. Okay, someone, like, straight up called out one of the Dance Mom girls, the one that's actually my age, Brooke, and they said something about her. And here's the thing. I've actually found her the most relatable these days. Why? Because I'm also someone in my 20s trying to find a job, networking, etc. She might have more money because of the Coogan fund. And she has talked about all the jobs she's had along the way, which a lot of us have had jobs along the way. And the fact of the matter is, living at home in your 20s, it's because you don't have everything figured out, and maybe she did have a job. I don't know. It's none of our fucking business, but I'm only talking about this and touching on this is because I've been finding it so relatable, because you network, and you don't get anywhere sometimes, or you network, and then you get a crappy job, even when it's like you do all this stuff, but they won't promote you or anything, and yeah, you can save money or not, but sometimes people want to use their money for technology, travel, I don't know, but again, it's just one of those things where, yeah, we can say this and that, and child stars are coming out with memoirs, etc., but if anything, I was going to say that her and her sister seem pretty, pretty normal, like, comparatively. They, I mean, went to public schools from what I hear. Again, I'm not trying to get into their whole thing. You can follow them and see their whole thing, but I just, my thought process was, it's kind of the same thing that, like, I'm going through, and I think it's kind of nice to hear other people kind of talking about it and whatever. So there's my two cents. We will gab soon, gab next week. If you like this, please subscribe, comment, like, and tell me your most interesting family vacation story. I will give you some of the rundowns next week. It's been great. Let's gab soon. Let's gab soon.